Yeah, I, I've been very blessed. Yeah. I do not. I am someone who rarely is under the weather. Like okay. the doctor visits in our house, the wife and kid run circles around me. Okay. So I'm like the guy get, that hardly ever goes. When you get the end of the year, you have all your deductible. Yeah, like yeah, my all... doctor is mad at me because yeah. he's like, I, I don't ever see you. So yeah. you're not. I'm Do not really your doctor. Thing. You got one. Not really. You got you know. Not really. Like I don't not even to... once a year. You don't no. do the checkup thing. No, for what? A physical to play sports. A physical, you what, know, they play in the softball league. They, they check things to make sure league? you don't have other things going on that maybe don't show up right away. That's I, the whole point. I do not turn and cough every year. No. Okay. Well, you know, we don't have to get that deep. You know, it's just somebody putting a you know putting a stethoscope to your to your chest to make sure the heart is beating. Well, you I know, mean, I figured and, if I'm here, then that's happening. Okay, this is the way you're going to go about it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right, you know, listen, everybody makes their own choices in life. Okay. As I say every day, you know, God bless America, okay? You don't have to go. It's America. You ain't got to go. <laughs> uh, last night, before I took some NyQuil and zapped myself, I looked out the window. going to the doctor, yeah. Instead of going to the doctor. That's my remedy. Just go ahead and get the NyQuil and Robitussin. <laughs> Just turn into a zombie. Just, you know, this too shall pass. And hope I sweat it out. Just this too shall pass. Night. Just let, let, the, let the red and white blood cells work it out. <laughs> And then, you know, it, it'll wake up, it'll feel better in the morning. Yeah, well. Basic dad advice. You know, I don't feel good. Go lay down and feel better in the morning. Rub some dirt on it. <laughs> and it usually works, too. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> in a couple of days, you'll feel a lot better. Oh, That was my dad's answer to everything. I, I don't feel good. Dad, well, go lay down. Go lay yeah. down, you'll feel better. And you'll get... <laughs> oh, I thought that was just my family. No, no, that's that. every. That's everybody. Oh, that's okay. That's collective. That happens everywhere. Yes. So I, I looked outside. Yes, sir. And there were gigantic snowflakes. There were, down. yes. I mean, they were like the size of a baseball. <laughs> yes. Huge. Yes. They maybe, were falling. Maybe a ping pong ball. No. Maybe well, not a baseball. It, it was large. They were it was falling. Huge, yes. huge flakes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it was just very quick. No accumulation at all. Not a big deal. Just something that passed through. And uh, and and now it's gone, you know. So it came through, it came, it went, and you know we're moving on with life. Yeah. Um. Didn't cause any road closures or anything like that. Just you know, it was fine. Did it actually snow last night? It absolutely did. Did it? Yeah. yeah. My car was covered with snow when I went uh, out to work this morning. See yeah. that, huh? Your Nyquil must have already kicked in. <laughs> Evidently. You know, you, well, you didn't see. It. Do you have a garage? Yeah. That's why you didn't see it. Is that what it was? Yes. <laughs> So the garage covered the snow. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, the car. The car. Oh, like if your car was outside. My car was outside. Say like oh, the car was outside. Yeah, okay, it was outside. Put, okay, we don't put okay. our car in the garage. Oh, okay. okay. The garage wife, is reserved for other things. Oh, okay. My garage is reserved for like a nightclub activities. Okay, all right. Oh, then, yeah, okay. That's fine. DJ know. Damon <laughs> at his finest. You need permits and stuff. <laughs> to right. talking like the, that out loud. I mean, don't. like DJ stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. DJ stuff. The, the underground DJ's, garage DJ stuff. parties. DJ stuff. That Damon's got Just going DJ on. stuff. Don't, don't, because, you know, I don't want the Justin, clothes department. I'm impressed that you get up at one thirty every morning. Yeah. And you are Listen, the show starts alive? at 4, okay? Wow. The show starts at 4 a.m. A lot of people think the show starts no, it when, start. when they when they turn on the television. Right. That's not the way like that works. just walked in at 4. Like, you know, like if you turn us on at 2.45, you know, people, the show doesn't start at 2.45 for you turn on the radio. We've been here since 2. Same thing applies in the TV world. Yeah. 
It's crazy how that works. You know, we start at 4 a.m., yeah. so if you just join us at 6.30, doesn't mean we, you know, we started when you started. <laughs> we were here for hours. What, what are we doing right now? What, I don't know. What, what are we doing? I don't know. You're trying to go somewhere, <laughs> and we keep getting sidetracked. I'm uh, sorry. Continue, sir. So we did question. Remember, we Roger Goodell, we played the the sound, the sound the clip last week, said they were expecting 200 people. And we were yes. like, what? Yeah. Well, they did set uh, TV ratings. Yeah, ratings but it wasn't record. 200 million. Well, it was on all the platforms. Yeah, well. 202 million to be exact on all the platforms, which does says it, it says a lot because 123 were on CBS. On broadcast. And the rest were on other platforms. That's pretty amazing. That's a... It's almost 80 million people on other platforms. Why are I you need taking to, a deep I need, breath? I need to look at You're it. You're not buying that? I need to look at it. I, I just, you know, and I've heard I've heard the reports. I want to yeah. look at it for myself. Okay. And get the, the detailed. Uh, we got our local numbers in over at Fox. And, you know, according to my my supervisors, about 75% of the people who had televisions on were watching the Super Bowl. So every three out of four people. In Nashville, when the Super Bowl was on, was watching the Super Bowl. That's how popular it was. 75% of everybody in Nashville was watching the Super Bowl. It's crazy. If you were watching TV at all. If you were watching TV, yeah. you were watching the Super Bowl. 75% of the television sets or whatever it is in Nashville. Does was everybody else just give up on that day? Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. If you've got something else going on. Like, like do you, you even know, do us, anything I don't know. live? No, well, you, no of course, right? you don't do anything new. That's for okay. Sure. That's what I'm getting at. No, you don't do anything Nothing new. new. No, no, you you might as well run, run a old movie city. or something. Yeah, yeah, just run. You know, Footloose, whatever you got. <laughs> just you know, just run it out there because it, it's it's uphill. But the but the thing is, in broadcast at least, everybody knows they're getting it at some point. So you just wait for your turn and gear up for your turn. So next year it's on Fox. Next, you know, Fox has got it next year. NBC's got it the year after that. ABC's got it the year after that. So you know, everybody just waits their turn. Everybody knows what the deal is. Everybody knows everybody's going to be watching your channel for this thing. I mean, it happens every year. So just wait for it until they move it to streaming, which is what we've talked about here, uh, which is really going to play with the equation if they ever decide. We're not doing broadcast anymore. If you want to watch the Super Bowl, you have to get Amazon Prime. Wait, wait till that happens. Well, he was asked. Remember, we we also played that clip. He was asked specifically, "Are you planning on doing streaming only?" And he he didn't act like they were well, they were entertaining he that. He didn't say soon. no, though. No, he did. <laughs> but he certainly didn't act like they were entertaining that. No, not not in the immediate future. No, but you know, eventually, you never know. No, you're right. You're right. Look. If those numbers are true, that's already a huge indicator yeah. of where all this is going. Yeah. I mean, that's again, that's almost 80 million people yeah. that were not doing the traditional turning on CBS and watching. Yeah. They're doing something else. And that's um, that's more than half the country. It's 350 million of us here in the country. If 200 million are watching the Super Bowl, that's crazy. That's a ridiculous number. Ridiculous. It really is. It yeah. is. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to catch up with... Uh, Matt Greasy, who is the uh, president of the Nashville Super Speedway, will tell you about, uh, by the way, gets underway. Daytona 500 is this weekend. I don't know if yeah, people knew that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything's getting cranked up on their scene. Plus, they've got their big race weekend in June. We'll catch up with Matt on the other side as you listen to the McFarland Show here on WNSR. <clears throat> 
Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King show. Like I mentioned, I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Rolling along on this Tuesday afternoon, 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. Darren and Justin here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. DJ Damon 
is alongside for the ride every day, Monday through Friday. Don't forget, you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And you can interact with us on our YouTube page. All you have to do is type in in the search WNSR Live, all one word, and uh, we can interact with you as well. Justin, they're going to be going at a high rate of speed starting this Sunday. Yes, they are. Um, in fact, your station always carries. Yes, and we will. This big event that I went to two years in a row. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and had quite an experience. Uh, it's a spectacle to see. In fact, it was right before they did all their reconstruction of the track. Oh, the renovation down the there? renovation where they okay. cut out, I think, like 60,000 seats. Yeah. Well, yeah. the whole backstretch. Yes, yeah, I've Gone. heard about that. Yeah, but I've only that, been to the outside. That was a, I've I, never been inside. The two years I went was right before they did all that. Matt Greasy is, uh, Greasy is on the line with us. He is the general manager and senior vice president out at the Nashville Super Speedway here in beautiful Bladeville, Tennessee. Matt, how are we doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for doing this. Uh, another race season. We're getting ready to get cranked up starting this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday starts uh, the 66th running of the Daytona 500. Uh, I just think, like yesterday, it was we had all the NASCAR champions in town celebrating their uh, their awards banquet in Nashville with us, and now they're kicking off the 2024 season. What kind of feedback do you get about NASCAR bringing their awards and everything that they've done here the last several years and basically kind of making December – their new little hub, or it used to be out in Vegas, right? But now, I guess what it was New York City, then it was Vegas, and now it's Nashville. What what kind of feedback do you get on that? I think we feel like the Middle Tennessee and the Nashville market is such a hotbed for NASCAR enthusiasts in the market. You know, close proximity back to Charlotte, where the hub is, but the entertainment value that that Nashville can bring uh, to the the awards banquet is important and. For it to culminate here is is tremendous for us as a as a venue at Nashville Super Speedway, but the the sport and the industry, uh, it's great to celebrate in Nashville. I think it's just the entertainment value, but also just a lot of the core fans live in this greater uh, Middle Tennessee area. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, like I said, I've been there to the Daytona 500. I went two years in a row. It is quite uh, quite the spectacle to see. Went there the whole weekend. Um, it's crazy, and I even brought up what they did. At the track, so I haven't been there since they've basically added all the amenities and bigger concourses, bigger seats, you know, more suites, all that good stuff. That that's kind of the direction of what people want today, as we sit here in early twenty twenty four. Right? It's not really about. And there was a time, even football stadiums, everything, as you know, it was about just how big can we get. Now I think it's about you know luxury. People want amenities. They want to be able to do things and do the things that they want to do when they go to a sporting event. It's, you know, it's the ability to migrate and congregate to, to different areas and see different vantage points and different experiences that are a little bit more elevated and, and premium. That's where things are migrating and, you know, the digital age of being able to capture things and most of the venues are, are going that direction. It's great to see Daytona 500 with, a, with another sellout going into this weekend which is great as an industry and looking forward to the on-track action this weekend. There's a little, uh, there's a local product that we need to pay close attention to that'll be making his Daytona 500 debut. Tell us about Josh Berry. Yeah, moving up to the cup series full time, taking over for Kevin Harvick's uh, Stuart Haas number four car from Hendersonville, uh, you know, driving that Ford Mustang. We're all, we're all rooting for him locally 
he came up through the grassroots, came up through more of a kind of an old school mentality of uh, wrenching on your own cars and, and grinding away and, and getting to the, the peak of the NASCAR Cup Series. So looking forward to his first full-time season there at, in the number four Stuart Haas car and looking forward to uh, hopefully he can bring some, home some uh, victories. Always looking for something to watch uh, outside of, you know, our, our normal programming. I'm always looking for something on Amazon or Netflix or what have you, whatever you're of choice. And I've been told about the NASCAR's got this full speed documentary on Netflix. And of course, uh, I haven't had a chance to see it, but it sounds like something I need to check out. Hmm. You definitely do. I mean, you get the broadcast partners for the NASCAR series with Fox and NBC do, do such a phenomenal job of the race broadcast, but be able to take a peek behind the curtain, kind of the behind the scenes of NASCAR and the drivers and the teams and what, what it takes to put on a race weekend for the teams and what that looks like. The NASCAR full speed docuseries on Netflix is definitely a tune in, something to look at. You can get different storylines and then, you know, maybe find a new driver to root for on Sundays. You know, I need you to talk a little bit about the growth of the of the Ally 400. Um, it, it's very difficult sometimes to establish new events and uh, and get them to stick around and have uh, a real growth where people want to continue to come out and, and support year after year after year, getting things off the ground. But the Ally 400 has become, dare I say, a staple. It, it's been here. It's become an annual event, which is not the easiest thing to do, Matt. Yeah, this is, you know, it's such an entertainment market, but for us to go into our fourth year now with the NASCAR Ally 400 weekend where we host all three of the premier series here, uh, last year we, we sold out for the Ally 400. We're trending that same direction. Uh, it, it's become a staple. You know, everybody likes the, the market of what Nashville is. It's the destination to get here. So you get, uh, take in Nashville for as it is a city, but also see the stars of NASCAR out here in Nashville Super Speedway weekend of the june 28th through the 30th and we're looking forward to that what's the the new goals or what what are the new goals this year for the ally uh, 400 or what are you guys looking to do maybe this year that um that maybe you didn't get a chance to do in previous years we're always looking to add more family-friendly environment here entertainment we'll continue to build on that we've got some new uh, camping options we've got some new mm. ticket options that are out there on nationalsuperspeedway.com We'll continue to lean into what Nashville is and the entertainment value and building out a family-friendly environment throughout the weekend. Hey, talk about that, if you can, about the lean-in uh, portion of this. Uh, you know, I've seen um, one thing. We just passed the Super Bowl this past weekend, of course, out there in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas does a great job leaning into what they are as a city. You know, we saw the, the showgirls and the gambling and all that surrounding the event all the time. Um, you know, here in Nashville, um, you know, we, we lean into who, what we are. What, what does that look like for the Ally 400? I see with the, the entertainment, you know, the influencers and the celebrities to come out here. We've had that each and every year, uh, whether they're in our dignitary roles or out here enjoying themselves organically. You know, we'll also have party buses that will surround the speedway that you can hop on and take a lap around the exterior of the racetrack and see yourselves and, and out here. And the live entertainment will we'll book music and DJs and have everything throughout the fan zone and pre-race that we'll continue to build on and making sure that this feels like Nashville and what it is from an entertainment market. 
you know, I see NASCAR has established a lot of uh, relationships with, uh, uh, and I, of course, I'm in the television business and on the AM side in the morning, but uh, I'm reading some of the partners here, Fox Sports, NBC, the CW, uh, Amazon, TNT, uh, Netflix. It, it seems like you guys are really, NASCAR at least anyway, spreading themselves out to reach just about every corner where anybody is to kind of push their uh, their product here to, to anybody and everybody here. Is that is that really the goal here to kind of expand the brand a little bit? Yeah, with the media rights deal, it's, it's making sure that anybody, if you're a cord cutter, if you're a traditional viewer, that you're going to be able to capture NASCAR and be able to see it in, in any form. We've got great media partners, uh, great folks that cover the, the motorsports throughout the year, and we've got a great local market here in Nashville as well that keeps helping us build it and making sure people know where to tune into. Uh, we're looking forward to a, a great 2024 season. Yeah. The, the the other thing about it is trying to get people acquainted with new drivers. You were just talking about the new local uh, driver here uh, that we can check out, but also trying to establish new favorites. We all recognize some of the old names, but trying to latch on to that new driver can be a very special experience. Yeah, and I think that's, that goes back into you know seeing the Netflix docuseries and who those drivers are a little bit outside of their helmet, outside of their cars what that is josh Berry's definitely should be a, a local fan favorite but uh you know our ally partnership has uh, alex bowman and the ally 48 as well but they're across the board you've got some great drivers that with personalities and connections to the general fans that i think anybody can really pick a favorite uh if they have a if they have a need matt greasy on the line with us uh, senior vice president and general manager out of the nashville super speedway tell everybody uh the race weekend uh, in June, and, and it, you've got everybody lined up, right, from the trucks, Xfinity Cup, right? It, it's the big weekend that you've had. This is year four, uh, I guess the second go-around. Is that what you said earlier? Year four uh, here out at the track again? Yep, year four, we're coming into it. The, the weekend is June 28th through the 30th. On the Friday the 28th, we'll be running the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series with our Rackland Roofing 200. Saturday, June 29th, will be our NASCAR Xfinity Series Tennessee Lottery 250. And then it'll all culminate on Sunday, June 30th, with our NASCAR Cup Series Ally 400. Again, we sold that out last year, and we're looking to do the same this year. Outstanding. Um, I'll tell you uh, something else that jumps out to me, because I've both of us have been here for, for both stints of racing out at the Super Speedway. And I think what you guys have done that jumps out to me uh better than the first go-around is. Justin and I have been fortunate to go out there a couple of times when you've mm-hmm. had big events out there, and you, you definitely are trying to utilize the track more. And I know they've always done testing and stuff like that, but you know, having big car events out there at the track and hosting events like that, I think you guys have done a good job of that this go-around. Uh, is that something that's important to you guys out there? Very much so. We want to be part of the community 20 20- you know, 365 throughout the year, we're open year-round. We want to host more events and continue to build on what we do and car shows and driving experiences and anything across the board that we're looking to attract fans. You know, we want to be able to be diversified in what our offerings are. We'll continue to add events as we go because Nashville is that important of a market to us. Matt, it's almost here. I mean, look, race season begins this weekend, and it's February, and then before you know it, We'll be in the summer months, and we'll be in June, and we'll be ready for this big race weekend. 
won't be the last time we check in with you. Thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, guys. NashvilleSuperSpeedway.com. Come check out all our, all our great options, and looking forward to seeing you guys in June. All right, sounds good. Matt Greasy, who is the Senior Vice President and the General Manager out at the Nashville Super Speedway. What we'll do is we'll take a quick break, Justin. We'll come back. Okay. And uh, although Damon is... Okay. Well, it's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand them microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now he really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure gone. Look forward to the ceremony. I can put that to bed. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, it's going to be bright and sunny. The high temperature, 54 degrees. Clear tonight, low 32. Wednesday and Thursday, sunshine. High each day, 62. Can't roll out a shower for Friday. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. 
You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. 615-844-5600. We're live here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, rolling along on this Tuesday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a good day. Appreciate Matt Greasy for joining us from out at the Super Speedway. Darren and Justin here with you. Opinionated Larry segment. Last week we did this on Tuesday. We're going to do this every Tuesday. Uh, sponsored by buyandtow.com. Uh, their number is 615-480-6473. Get cash in your hand today and that vehicle hauled away. But sitting in today for Larry is Ron Jasmine, who now joins us here on the Strike is Payer Family Fund Center Studio. Ron, did were you part of the 200-plus million that watched the Super Bowl on Sunday? Absolutely, I was. Hello, McFarlane and McFarlane. <laughs> yeah, who mess up our names in this one? Man, this is about the easiest show in the world to remember our names. Two brothers from mothers. <laughs> DJ Damon, good to be here. <laughs> yes, on sir. this post-Super Bowl 58 Tuesday afternoon. Who were you rooting for? I didn't have skin in the game. No. I, in the back of my head, I had an idea that Kansas City yeah. might pull it off. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. yeah. It was a great game. Yeah. It was a great game. As long as you weren't, you know, emotionally invested in one team or the other. If you were just watching for the pure game, it was a good time. Yes. A lot of people need mental health courses after that game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Sh- maybe The Shannon. most watched of anything ever. Yes. But the thing I wanted to leave with you guys or bring to you guys, and I don't know if you already talked about it, I am on behalf of Opinionated Larry, Cash for Junk Cards, com. As we talk about watching this most watched out of anything ever, and we talk about Travis Kelsey's controversy, criticize, uh, criticizing on the sideline mm-hmm. with the coach mm-hmm. i want to ask you two questions mm. was that appropriate behavior I no understand it's no fixed. no yeah no. Okay. no and should he make a statement no um i'm not looking for a no statement because myself. andy no. kind of buried it as coach i was a little disappointed look i understand why andy reed did that mm-hmm. because one they won and so what does he care about making a big do to do about it now they just want another super bowl but was it Inappropriate? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And should it be frowned upon? Yeah. yeah. Y- because guess what? There's a whole lot of people, Ron, that were watching, as we know, and we've already talked about, and a lot of them in the younger demo that may think that's okay to do. It's not. It's not okay to do. You, you should not approach your coach like that. And that could have been, by the way, what if Andy Reid would have fell over? What if he'd have fallen down? That that would have been bad. That would have been, that would have been a really bad look. Well, by the way, he's pretty mm-hmm. close to doing that. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, was was Travis Kelsey out of line? Of course, he was out of line, mm-hmm. and you know, and the way he approached it, uh, was he just a little a little bit too much in the moment? Did he need to catch himself? Uh, yeah, he needed to catch himself. Exactly. Am I looking for an apology on behalf of the? Um, no, no, I'm not personally. No, should he apologize? And listen, if him and Andy Reid get this worked out, they've been working together for years. If they've got a good understanding, then I'm not looking for an apology myself. But if other people are, if that's what they need in order to, you know, that's fine. 
But, you know, I, I think, you know, obviously it's inappropriate. I think he knows that. I think Andy Reid knows that. I think the whole world knows. I don't think anybody's okay with uh, rolling up to your coach like that. Um, no one. I don't think anyone's okay with it. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. No, I, I would agree. Look, it's you're on the biggest stage yeah. in the world. And, well, I guess maybe the World Cup has a little bit of a... But you know what global I mean. Global stage, yeah, sure. Global. It's the biggest stage in America, It's for the sure. biggest stage here, for sure, and nobody's even close no. to second. No. And they're in the heat of battle. He's a fierce competitor, but th- that's not an excuse. Fact that way. I mean, there's things that happen in the course of games all the time, and there's now been 58 Super Bowls where somebody could be unhappy with something or want the ball. It's okay to want the ball. you got to take a different approach. You, you can't do that. On that stage, it was a really bad look for Kelsey. Way too caught up in the moment. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, uh, Ron Jasmine has been here. He is uh, with buyandtow.com. You can get cash in your hand today and the vehicle hauled away. Again, that uh, company is buyandtow.com. And you can give them a call at 615 480 6473. Great to be here. See you guys next week. Ron, right. appreciate you, Ron. it as always. Appreciate it, sir. Ron Jasmine here in the Shrikers Bear Family Fund Center Studio. 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. And uh, do we think we have a little bit calmer, Dr. Detroit? Didi was fired up yesterday. I don't know what happened. Listen, I, I don't know if it was a bad day. It was Super Bowl Mondays. I, I don't know. Didi, what's your, what's your mindset today? Well, today uh, I'm at the uh, Tire World in Laverne, about to get my beautiful 2020 Ford Fusion Ryan Blaney NASCAR Championship oil change, and today I'm a year older. Uh, It was shown yesterday on the radio. I apologize for Ryan Reynolds coming out of me. That really wasn't Dr. Detroit. That was Ryan Reynolds coming out of me, and... uh, I just deeply apologize. I'm back in my car, wait for it to hook up. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. We can. Yes, sir. All right. So I just came back because I went and got my own Ford Motor Oil and Ford Motorcraft oil filter to for them to do me ultra. Hey, folks, let me tell you, uh, I've been dealing with Two Rivers Ford since 1988, and they're not worth horse or cow manure to me anymore. Uh, so Tire World is now my elite champion official garage for Dr. Detroit stunning Ford Fusion, the best-looking car in Middle Tennessee. It makes grown men go home and take cold showers after they look at my car. Jeez. But anyway. Okay. Uh, we seen your bill uh, for that, too, Dr. Detroit. Hey, uh, my, my good friend uh, Sarge, Jeremy from City Slickers, is taking me out to the Preds game. This will be the second year in a row that the Predators have played on my birthday. Last year, uh, he gave me tickets to take my new neighbor that moved in from L.A. Yes, that's right, Malibu. Took him to his first Predators game against Phoenix. Uh, we unfortunately got beat. I normally always bring the Predators good luck on my birthday when they play on my birthday. Um, but uh, he, he had a wonderful time. Uh, I love entertaining people, and uh, it melts my heart. God gave me a big heart, and I like um entertaining people and um showing them true justice now then darren have you heard have i told you my creative 
awesome nickname that's on the back of my Predator jersey that I had designed last year. Uh, I don't believe we've discussed that, I don't think. Okay, are you ready for it? Because let me tell you, as my neighbor from L.A. and I were crossing the street, Metro Police was bent over backwards, laughing their donkeys off. They loved it. I am the Nash villain. Mm. What do you ah, think? Okay. Right. What do you think? That's pretty right. good. Right. Okay. Right. That's pretty good. Right. Pretty right. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty All good. Right. All right. All right. But no, I want to apologize for Ryan Reynolds coming out and um, trying to take over Venom. I guess I might have turned into Venom uh, yesterday instead of Deadpool. You were definitely I fired up. Bo- I was fired up. up. Stuff. Yeah, I, I, I was. And, uh, you know, I just, and it still goes back. I, yeah, I praise Jim Harbaugh for winning a championship for Michigan. But, you know, uh, oh, I, I talked to our old buddy, uh, Tom Abraham, uh, last week down in Huntsville. And uh, I said, you, you remember that when uh, uh, what's uh, made the Jim Schwartz be with you, took over the Lions program and did take us to a playoff ga- uh, game uh, out of his three years? I said, you remember that hideous, not, it, it was like stepbrothers, you know, after the the wine festival, whatever they call it, the Catalina wine festival, mm-hmm. when Will Ferrell was trying to hug his brother, and they're like just pushing and hitting each other's chin and face away. Uh, that's like the handshake that Jim Harbaugh did not give the respect to Jim Shorts. You remember that? Yeah, Didi, you you seem to be living in the past the last couple of days, man, <laughs> brother. You're like bringing up stuff that's really, really old. Well, like you haven't moved on from that. Related. Okay, it's but that's but that was a long okay. time ago. God. Okay. Oh my God. I'm just all right. So I get in the past. I'm, I'm I mean, really looking. Whenever the Catalina wine mixer is the most recent thing you've brought up in two days, you're. you're I mean. <laughs> I mean, come on. I am cuckoo for cocoa puffs. God. This birthday. Uh, oh, by the way, with, with my foreign. Five weight thirty motor oil and my four motor crap oil filter. I got a special can of WD forty just to spray on my body parts when I get out of the shower. That's how a year older I got today. But anyway, looking forward to the rooting on the predators. Looking forward to rooting on the predators, and I uh, hope everybody has a good time. If you see the Nash villain, please come up and give me a birthday handshake. Uh, yes, I'm still a Pred Wing, but I'm a solid Predator tonight. No Red Wing Championship rings. Nothing Red Wings will be on my human body. I will not insult the city of Nashville that I was born and raised. Well, pretty much my born in Nashville, but raised in Brentwood and up at Cal Pastures. But anyway, uh, God bless you all, and uh, I bid you a fun. I do have a good show. Didi, happy birthday, man. Hope happy you birthday, Doctor. Jeremy from City Slickers, have a good time. Absolutely. Hope somebody buys you a birthday drink. Yeah, absolutely. How about that? Uh, by the way, tonight is uh, Captain's Night. At Bridgestone Arena. Very cool. Mike Fisher will be in the house. Hey, they welcome back the captains of the past. Shea Weber will be in the house. <laughs> Kimo Timonen will be in wow. the house. Tom Fitzgerald will be in the house. The original. Yeah. The original it's, it's captain. Yes. Captain's name. Hey, yeah. Can't be complete without him. And get it there playing the New Jersey Devils. Um, no, I don't. You, you don't. you don't understand that? I don't understand the reference with the captain and the Devils. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, was, is that a movie reference? Tom Fitzgerald is the, the general manager of the New Jersey Devils. Oh, oh, you mean that part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it makes it, it syncs up well. 
right? thought you meant the fact that you know the the New Jersey Devils almost became the Nashville Predators. At one no, point. no, no. <laughs> Maybe that. I thought that's where you were going, but no. you know. No, just so that, that's a whole other story. They're playing the Devils, and he's the GM. So. Yes, Tom Fitzgerald's a really good guy, by the way. And Shea Weber is probably my favorite. I shouldn't say this. Probably my favorite predator of all time. Mm. Well, he would be a good one. And also, right behind him is there's a lot. It's hard. I, I shouldn't do this. Yeah, Craig Smith. I got to know really. He just played in his 900th NHL game. Congratulations Craig, to him. Craig Smith is going to probably play a thousand games. Is that auto- amazing? Does that automatically get you to, to Toronto? No, I don't. No, 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 mm. no. But it's uh, maybe it should unbelievable. Maybe it should create a special wing just for that. It, it's it's a heck of a feat, you know, because not too many people get to get there. No, you do not sneeze at eleven at a thousand games. But yeah. no, it does not get you. Okay, at all. all right. Never know. Never know. Still learning a couple things there, but the hockey thing. Well, how Gil played over a thousand, and he's not in the hall. Okay, well. So there's no guarantees there. No, but it's it's an incredible feat. It is. It is. It's a lot of games. There's a lot of mileage on the knees and, and the ankles and, and the hips there. But I will say this, um, just like we talked a little bit yesterday briefly mm-hmm. towards the end of the show, that they've got to keep stringing together wins. Like I know I keep saying that, but that was imperative for them to get come back and win that game Saturday. They, they could not get off to a, a – they couldn't, I guess, pick up where they left off. Going into the they needed to get break. a W there. Yeah, they needed to get a W, uh, a loss there. And by the way, we're getting ever so closer to when some major decisions need to be made yeah. about this hockey team. And, you know, the wins and losses are going to contribute towards that major decision in a big way, I would think, anyway. Um, so, you know, it, 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 to me, every loss equals the, the time uh, getting closer to where UC Soros is no longer going to be a part of this team. And every win, to me at least changes Barry Trotz's thinking towards whether or not he want to make a move or not to me. I mean, but you know, I don't know what he's thinking there and how many different factors he's he's looking at there on his dashboard. I'm telling you, I'm on record. You know I've heard, yes. you've heard me say it. Oh, like yeah. it's, and it's, I'm not saying give him away. Like, it's got to be the oh, right yeah. price, right? But if he gets hit with an attractive offer, he's got to pull the trigger, in my opinion. He just does. He's got to pull the trigger. I, I, again, I'm not saying settle. Yeah, I'm not saying settle on the price tag for UC Saros. I'm saying if you get the right price, pull the trigger, Barry. Pull it. I'm sure he's got you know because whatever his the asking price in his head about what it is that he wants. I, I know he knows what he's looking for. The question is, is anybody going to give it to him? Yeah, I would think so. I would think you're right. I, yeah, you have to. Yeah. At this point, by the way, the trade deadline is getting. Yeah, pretty close. So. And 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 by the way, and here's the other question, Darren: Is there is there a price that goes? Listen, if nobody gives me this, is there a minimum? You know, obviously, you know, I, I want this. There's the dream scenario, but is there a minimum? Like, listen, I'm not taking less for this, and if people don't give me this, then I'll just keep them on the team. You know, period. You know, so if nobody gives me this by the deadline, then he's just going to be here. Does, does that scenario exist? Or? No, I mean, well, yes, but I mean, you could also do it in the off season. I, I just, I mm. look. Okay, I, no, I know, I know, because you're going to get your most desperate yeah. situation at the trade deadline. Yeah, that's right? not going to be in the off season because you only need one general manager to say, "Man, we feel like we're one premium goaltender away." Yeah, to really make it our run. 
our push. Yeah. And if we get the premium goaltender, it's all worth it. And you only need one team to, to have that mindset. Yeah. It's not a hard mindset to get to because they do it every year for just a player, a forward or defenseman. Mm-hmm. Goalies are a much higher price and premium, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the harder one to get the the top level goaltender. So, I don't think it's going to be hard, in my opinion, to find one team to pull the trigger and say, you know what? All right, we'll buckle. We'll give you this, this, and this. But well, again, I don't know that. I, I just, I'm saying, if that happens, Barry Trotz needs to pull the trigger. He does not need to sit on it. I, I, I would absolutely. But again, I'm not saying just settle and just give him away. Like no, but I, I just don't think there's going to be a climb. Someone will give you even, you know, I guess close to what you. If you don't get exactly, they'll give you. They'll get you close. Somebody will buckle. They just will. They always do. They always overpay at the trade trade deadline. Somebody always overpays. March the eighth. Is the trading deadline this year? By so the way, sometimes it's less been than the Rangers that have overpaid, and you've mentioned that, uh, and you've been unhappy with some. But again, this is the first time under this GM right. that this is happening. Yeah. So all those other things that you know you've talked about here, mm-hmm. you know, under David Poyle, you know, of course they count, but you know they, we don't, we don't know, we don't know what this general manager is going to do. We know he's very akin. And we also know David Poyle is still very much in the building and still probably has some voice and some influence here. So, and certainly probably a seat at the table at the very least. But ultimately, this is Barry Trotz's call here. And he's got less than a month to figure out what direction he wants to take this team. Knowing my very limited knowledge of, of Barry Trotz and certainly following him as a coach, there's no question that he already has a, a course set for what it is that he wants. The question is, who's going to give it to him? And, you know, how many different plates does he have spinning out there to get what he wants for UC Soros? And and for me, again, the more intriguing question is, is there a is there a minimum? Is there like, listen, if no one calls me with a first rounder or at least two number twos or something, whatever, the you know, then I'll just keep them. And we'll just see what happens this season. And then we'll try to get creative in the offseason. But I'm not giving him away for less than yeah. whatever. And I'm sure that's in play. You know. By the way, there was clearly something going on with Tomasino. Played one shift in the third period. Well, he was sent down okay. to Milwaukee. Oh. And they have called up Igor Afanasiev and Mark Jankowski. Okay. Question. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going on with Tomasino has been going on not just under Andy Burnett, not just under um, you know, Barry Trotz. It's been going on since last season. Well, John Hines, Barry Trotz. Or John Hines and Barry. Yeah. It's been going on for a minute because there were questions about Tomasino and why he was in Milwaukee for as long as he was. And we thought the call up was going to happen. What, what is, what is happening? What is the deal with this, with this guy and, and this team? Is this just a bad match? Is this just, other stuff going on behind the scenes that maybe we just don't see. There's stuff that's that doesn't add up um, as far as as Tomasino is concerned. I'm looking at it. I don't get it. There's there's clearly things going on. And by the way, and again, I just want to emphasize: it's not just this year under this coaching staff. It clearly extends organizationally at this point. I'm going to say there's something organizationally that is not fitting with Tomasino and this team. Yeah. All right. We'll address that on the other side to close out hour number one. 
of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Steve Lehman coming up to be in the second hour of the program here on the McFarland Show. We're live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. So you asked a good question, Justin. What's going on? 
Well, I don't know what's going on, but you you do bring up a fair point. This has been going on with Tomasino. Yes. Okay, there has been weirdness. Um, his stats, it has a, a lot of the fans are confused. His stats, uh, when you break down like the the analytics, it's not like he's not producing. He's up there in most categories, like top five. So there's obviously something going on behind the scenes, right? There's there's something missing. And I get a lot of times coaches, it's about they don't trust them, they make a mistake, bad turnover. But, you know, by the way, that happens all the time. There's something a little bit deeper than that. There's certain guys on this team, Justin, that for whatever reason, there's always been, like, honestly, like if I'm – Dante Fabro. It's always been like, uh, okay, and he's a healthy scratch. He goes to this patch where he's a healthy scratch. Then he comes back and he plays. It's like, well, how many more years and seasons? Like Dante Fabro's been playing since he got out of Boston, you know, BU. Yeah, I mean, he came straight from college right into the pros and right, I mean, right to the Preds. Yeah, so it's not like he's you know year two, year three. I mean, Dante's been at this for a while. There's just certain guys. It's like you do wonder. It's like how many more systems coaches before you you realize like it's just not working here i think of what's at the core of the angst with the fans that that i talk to i run into it just seems like for whatever reason this organization has had real problems and a real weakness a real blind spot it's been really their kryptonite at drafting forwards okay forwards and centers they okay. just haven't uh-huh. done now, back end stuff, my goodness, they they may be the best in the league. You know, defensemen and goaltenders. Goaltenders and defensemen, they may be the maybe the best in the league. They're so definitely it's the wings up there, and the forwards and it's the wings, yeah. And okay. the centers. It's they have just for whatever reason for twenty five years, they just have not been able to produce. You know, this franchise has never had that Brad Marchand, that Kucherov, you know. Astronaut, you know, all I mean, no. I don't even want to say Connor no. McDavid's dry side. Yeah, I'm not even going there with that. They've never been able to produce anywhere anyone I mean, think about it. Phil Forsberg's probably the Phil Forsberg is the closest thing they've ever gotten but, to those guys. But from your own lips, you mm-hmm. have said that the organization hasn't really built itself to center itself around such a player. True. It's built itself on the back end. On the back end. Yeah. So how could you produce such a thing if you are not really aiming to produce such a thing? It's like the Titans and wide receivers. Well, they've been running the football for the last thirty years. It shouldn't be a shock yeah. that they haven't produced huge wide receivers. Fair point. It's not who they've been traditionally. So I can't push back on that. Okay, so I'm just you know, but again, with this one player in particular, Tomasino, it sent me down this path mm-hmm. because, and you know how I am with the hockey thing. But I also know if we keep hearing this name and we keep hearing it with awkward situations, not just this year, not just oh he fell out with the head coach. Well, the head coach wasn't here last year when he was still playing around with Milwaukee or whatever was going on. There's, maybe he fell out with a scout, somebody in the front office. I don't know. But there's something very strange happening if this player is producing while he's not playing. All right, that's going to do it for hour number one. We'll come back. We'll talk to Steve Lehman, our weekly chat with him. We'll do that next.
ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The Pentagon announcing Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to depart Walter Reed later today following hospitalization to treat a bladder issue. Austin's hospitalization was the third since his diagnosis of prostate cancer last December. President Biden calling on House Leader Mike Johnson to take up a vote on the Senate-passed foreign aid package for critical aid to Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, and Taiwan. Republicans and Democrats in the Senate came together to send the message of unity to the world. It's time for the House Republicans to do the same thing, to pass this bill immediately, to stand for decency, stand for democracy, to stand up to a so-called leader hell-bent on weakening American security. An earlier comprehensive measure in the Senate that included border funding was voted down by Republicans due to opposition from former President Trump. A fast-moving snowstorm in the Northeast today leading to school closures and some 1,200 flight cancellations. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards, rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Nashville Sports Radio. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime Cut from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville. Nashville Hotel. Listen, you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the program here on this Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a great day. 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. Darren and Justin here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. 
DJ Damon is alongside. Don't forget, every day you can also watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and you can interact with us on our YouTube page by typing in WNSR Live, one word, and um, we can interact with By the way, before we get to Steve Lehman, mm-hmm. did you know that the viewers, or viewers, excuse me, my TV language talking, did you know the listeners can send us pictures on the text message? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Doug has sent us a picture. Uh, Doug has done that many times, and others have too. I've yeah. missed that. Yeah. I, apparently, my, my picture feature wasn't working until today or something. I hadn't seen that. Yep. Okay, good deal. Yep. Our next guest, Steve Lehman. We check in with him every week. News Channel 5. Have you ever thought about trying to sync up your contract with Super Bowl Sunday? In other words, your contract is up on Super Bowl Sunday. So then you could walk in on Monday and be like, look at our ratings. Like, I want to raise. I want X amount of years. Look at what our ratings were last night. You thought about that? I was wondering if you're trying to angle at me getting a Super Bowl Sunday off. At some point. <laughs> That's what I thought. But, I, was like, wow. but I, I like your idea, too, because the ratings for that game, I, I mean, wow. 123 million average viewers, which is the most for any televised event of all time. Most on a network by itself was the number on CBS, which I think was right at 120 million. And then the most overall impressions across all platforms of all time of any event at 202 million, which is more than 10% higher than the previous largest watch event, which was last year's Super Bowl. So the numbers are absolutely astounding. And you've got to imagine that Roger Goodell, with a little help from Taylor Swift and certainly the CBS executives, are doing cartwheels today. And that train is not slowing down anytime soon. Every year it becomes the most watched, right, program ever. Like every year they just break. It's like, you know, it's like the kicking record uh, that was broken on Sunday. It was like Moody breaks it uh, and then, you know, Bucker says, yeah, I got your kick and watch this. Like it was, you know, it lasted for like 25 minutes. Like the Super Bowl record every, you you know, you have a shelf life of one year because it's going to get broken. Uh, but because what they're doing and I, I don't even know how to phrase the question. Like, what do you do if you're everybody else? Because as big as we think college football is, and it is, Steve, it is a pimple on the NFL's butt, right? Because the NFL is going to Germany, and they're going to England, and next year they're going to Brazil, and they're going all over the world, and they're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And who knows what the number is going to look like worldwide when it's all said and done, but how do you compete mm. if you're anybody else? Because second place isn't even in the rearview mirror of the NFL. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Everyone else is competing for second, and there's no point in even aiming for first because you're so far away at this point. I was thinking about this earlier today, Darren. It is really amazing how the Super Bowl has carved out this niche that it's not just American football and the championship of what is now the pastime of American sports, if we're being real, the NFL. But they've also become this global phenomenon in terms of an event. You think back to Super Bowl opening night a week ago Monday out there in Vegas in T-Mobile Arena, and they had more than 6,000 media credentialed from 26 different countries for that. That's yeah. just to hear these guys talk. It's not to watch them play. It's not to watch Usher or Taylor Swift in the audience or anything like that. That's just to watch these guys talk 
about whatever's going on. And you put it in these cool cities with so many other things going on. You have all these concerts and all these parties. It is truly the place to be in the world during that week, not just on Super Bowl Sunday. And then you get to the game, and you get a pregame performance from Post Malone. You've got Reba on the anthem. You've got Usher at halftime with special guests. You've got the scene of Taylor Swift in the box. They have become a phenomenon. And you don't have to be a football fan. You don't even have to be an American to be interested in the American football championship. It has truly become a global thing. And as they continue to have more and more of these events around the globe, it's going to be up to eight international games in a couple of seasons. And it's not just going to be South America and Mexico and England and Germany, I think they're going to keep going to new markets. And the more and more they do that, the more and more this game is going to grow. And it does kind of feel like the possibilities are endless. And there's nothing else like it, even if you think about the global game of soccer. And that is truly still the global game. There's more people care about the World Cup than care about the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing about the World Cup that is like the Super Bowl. It is a global competition that everybody cares because there's countries involved. But it doesn't transcend just the pitch. That is all about soccer or all about football to the world. This is about more than just football. It is about entertainment. It is about culture. It is about the almighty dollar. It's about eyeballs and, and, and interesting cities to go to. And somehow the NFL has managed to capture all of that in a week and more specifically in a four-hour time window on a Sunday in February. And it's just amazing what they've done. If you don't understand why the Titans are building a new stadium, then you weren't paying attention to Sunday, right? Because what happened in Vegas is going to happen here. It's coming. It's coming. Just and think time. about. By, by the way, think about when it comes here in six years or whatever. Think about how big this. I mean, the Super Bowl. Think about how big we're talking about. Well, how big is it going to be in six years from now? Let's just go with that. Talking about this market and what it will do for this market. The Economic impact will be off the charts. There'll never be anything else they could do here that will ever get the economic impact that that Super Bowl week will bring to this market. Yeah, until it comes back for the second time. (laughs) That's exactly right. And, And this city is built to do something like that because you have an incredible entertainment downtown or entertainment district, I should say. You now have the hotels that maybe 10 or 15 years ago we didn't have to host a massive event like that, to put up teams, to put up media, to have uh, – you have the amazing convention center for Radio Row and for the fan experience and everything else that comes with it. And then you have just all the amazing music and entertainment that Nashville is known for on top of it. And soon you're going to have a state-of-the-art stadium. It makes such sense. And it's why it's happening. The NFL wanted – the new stadium for the Titans, I think, is bad as the Titans wanted the new stadium because they love this market and they love the possibilities of what the entertainment value can be around their major events here. They are killing to have the NFL draft back in Nashville because of what the NFL draft became when it was in Nashville the last time in 2019. And so all of this is just building to those next big events. And, guys, I... I know there's bidding processes to this. I know the stadium hasn't even had a shovel in the ground yet to, to break ground on the stadium. But I truly think it's going to come as soon as they can possibly get it here. I think you could see 2029 
the Super Bowl being here. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and sneak in a draft as kind of a hype machine for it right before that coming back to Nashville. But I think there's, it's obvious that big things within the NFL are coming back to Nashville, and they're coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, and, and when it does, I mean, there's no doubt that Vegas and Nashville, I have to believe, will be the the steady rotators, right? In the past, it's always been, you know, New Orleans and Miami and Glendale. And I just think Vegas and Nashville and probably L.A. at SoFi are going to be three pretty steady rotators for Super Bowl, you know, host, don't you think? Host cities. I would think so. I don't want to put a number specifically on it because there are so many great stadiums in good cities out there that have done a good job. Atlanta did a really good job back in 2019 when it hosted the Super Bowl. Dallas with Jerry's World obviously has a great setup in terms of a stadium to hold it. We've seen it in Phoenix and other places. They're going back to Santa Clara in a couple years in that great stadium. I do think Miami and New Orleans will always have a place. They've hosted the most games and they've put significant infrastructure down to try to keep being in the rotation and so because of that you have a lot of really good venues i don't know if you're going to have a four or five year rotation for some of these like you maybe used to have because there are that many good places but yeah i i think it is totally reasonable that when nashville knocks it out of the park like i expect they will when it comes around in 29 or 30 or 31 whenever it comes for the first time I think it's totally reasonable to expect within the next decade for it to be back here. And when you think about it, when you're one of 32 NFL franchises, the idea that the NFL is clamoring to host its biggest events, like the Super Bowl and like the draft, in your city at least once a decade, that's a pretty sweet place to be in. No doubt. Uh, The Titans are set to... Trot out their new coordinators tomorrow at 12.30. What are you expecting from that? I'm just excited to talk to them, to get, to get inside their brains of what they like about the opportunity, obviously, to see the connection between Nick Holtz and Brian Callahan and exactly what their vision looks like for the offense moving forward and how much responsibility is going to be on Denard Wilson. As I told you guys, you're pretty much hiring a defensive head coach, not just a coordinator, but with Callahan calling plays on the offensive side of the ball, you need a guy who basically is doing everything when it comes to the defense. And that's what Denard Wilson is charged with as a first-time coordinator. So I just want to hear all their answers on that. I am very excited about the fact that Brian Callahan will be at the press conference as well. So you get all of them involved of why he liked them and why they like the fit. I think that's important. I'm not sure we've gotten that level of communication on some decisions in the recent past around there. And so to have all three of them up there, I think we're going to learn a lot tomorrow about the vision of what Brian Callahan has for what his Titans football team is going to look like on both sides of the ball. And that's something I think a lot of people are interested in. Steve, what is your expectation for communication with Rand Carthen moving forward? You mean from us? Yeah, with with the media. Do you expect him to be more visible about the same or possibly even less, if that's possible? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think he will be more visible because it would be impossible to be less visible unless you were (laughs) invisible 
That's what <laughs> he was in his first year. So he's going to be out front and center more often. I, I think there's no question about that. I think we will see him specifically more in this off-season period. I think we're going to hear from him at the Combine. I think we're going to hear from him leading up to the draft. I think we're going to hear for him as the key speaker around the draft and everything they do there, maybe with some free agency guys as well. I think all of that stuff you're going to hear from Rand Carthon and you're going to hear from him consistently. I imagine we'll hear from him again going into next season. But I don't think, unlike John Robinson, I don't think it's Rand Carthon's personality to be out front and center a lot during the season. I just get the feeling from what he says when he says that his mission is to work with the coach to give him the best personnel for them, him to coach the football team. I just get the feeling that his own personal belief is that once the team is put together, it's Brian Callahan's team to coach in the fall and get us through the season. And so I think you're going to see kind of a divide of responsibilities from a communication standpoint moving forward where the offseason is going to be a lot about Rand Carthon in terms of personnel, pickups, the draft, et cetera, and building the roster to 53 into September. And then I think you're going to see from you know mid-August to the end of the season, Brian Callahan take the lead role and communicate what's going on with the football team on the field. And I'm totally fine with that. I, I like that divide a lot. It was just very tough last year where you have this new guy come in and essentially, other than the draft, we never heard from him. And so you thought Mike Vrabel had a lot more control than clearly he did at the end of the day. I think you're going to have a much more clear breakdown of who's doing what and how they're going to communicate it to you throughout the course of this year. And so, yes, I think Rand Carthon will speak up more. All right, we'll look forward to that. I, I wanted to, to switch gears with you just a little bit and, and, and ask you a more – a more broad sports question. What do you make of the college football coaches leaving head coaching positions to become assistants? I think the number is six at this point. Six college football head coaches deciding to leave the top of the chain to go be assistants or coordinators um, because a lot of our listeners will tell us they can't take it, they can't coach the kids, the kids are driving them crazy, and they don't know how to handle the new generation is what the listeners are telling us. What say you? Man, how long do we have here? Because I, I, like I, I feel like I could do a seven-part series on this, or we could do 24 hours of programming on the Jeez. radio. It is, it is the new way in college athletics. And to me, it's, it has nothing to do with the kids. To me, the kids are roughly the same kids they were five years ago. To me, it is all about the lack of rules within the game. I know personally coaches – across multiple different sports that have no idea what their roster is going to look like next year. Zero. No idea at all. And that's an uncomfortable place to be in. They have no ability to sort of build a plan for the future, think two or three years out, this is what I'm building towards, because you have no guarantees it's going to look anything like that next year. And I think that's really frustrating to a lot of these people. And it's not just for what you think it might be because of dealing with the rules implications or the wins and losses. Yes, that's part of it. But the other part of it is that 
at its core, I think for a lot of these coaches, before they became rich and famous as college head coaches or coordinators or whatever it may be, they got into coaching for the strict relationship part of it. And being able to take a young man or young lady and work with them and hone their skill, try to make them better players, yes, but also work with them as they develop to be better young people. And now you have this contract or lack thereof where all these student athletes, and I shouldn't even use that word, all these players are now going to universities and there's really no contract that you're going to be around and go through that growth process. Everybody's one and done. Everybody. Every, exactly. Everybody is looking for their next best opportunity. And I think that's a really tough place to be in because you can invest your heart and soul into a young person just like you always have. And at the end of the year, they could say, sorry, I got a better offer at X school. I'm gone. And there's really no repercussion there. And I don't blame the players. They're taking advantage of what the system is and maybe always should have been. But the thing that is going to have to happen here is there's going to have to be a reckoning on the NCAA side. They've fought for so long trying to uphold a model that cannot exist. It's probably not even constitutional at the end of the day. And they have to get over that. Gone is the day of the amateur athletics where these student-athletes have zero rights. And so you have to move into the new era where you understand that they do have some level of rights, and you're going to have to come to the table and include them and bargain out what your rules are going to be. Because at the moment, free agency in college athletics supersedes the rights of free agency in any sport on any continent in the world. They've got the greatest deal going because they can leave at any time for the better offer. And you're going to have to realize that as an NCAA, and if you want to keep these best coaches and you want to keep any level of continuity within the sports and have your fans be happier that they watch a guy play for two or three years at a place, you're going to have to talk, sit down at the table and talk this out and probably allow student-athletes to unionize and get into a collective bargaining agreement. I know that's crazy to Mm. say about college Mm. athletics, but you're going to have to get into that place where they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to revenue share this much. It may only be football at first. Maybe it will include men's and women's basketball. But you're going to have to figure out where that money split goes. And the players are going to have to decide, do we want the highest earners with the most value to be able to make $5 million in college? Or do we want everybody on an 85-man scholarship football roster to get something? Because let's be real here. That 60th guy provides no value. He is a net loss to your athletic department. Now, you may not be able to play without him, but he provides no real value. And so do the players who are worth a lot, are they willing to give up a little bit so that guy can get some, or do they want to maximize their own? They're going to have to decide that on their own, and then that's going to set the template for what this is. But I think it's really important you separate out football. That allows you to get around Title IX issues Mm -hmm. in the rest of the athletic department. And I think it's important to go through that because it's the only way you're going to be able to keep in check the transfer portal, which to me is the root of all evil here, is that there is no repercussion at all. You don't have to sit out. You don't lose any eligibility. You can leave immediately if someone wants to come to you and give you a better offer. And so that's led to tampering. That's led to uncertainty. It leads to guys having no loyalty to the place they are. 
once you get a collective bargaining agreement, you'll be able to tell these guys, okay, you may be able to sign for different lengths of time, or maybe it's a two-year commitment up front, but you'll be able to set some level of rules where it's not just a total free-for-all that it is today. Mm. Congrats on your pick of the Chiefs. Um, most everybody we asked said Chiefs, but mm-hmm. I did not. I said 49ers, so good job by you. And thanks for the visit, as always. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. You bet, guys. It played out exactly as I thought in that you just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Don't give him the second chance in overtime because he's going to make you pay, and he did. Yeah, Something Kyle Shanahan will be probably a little restless sleeping all offseason again. Steve, appreciate it. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Good stuff from him, as always. 615-844-5600 is the phone line. And the text line, more of the McFarland Show, next year on WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-649-0142-800-
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. You can do so. 615-844-5600, like Nate in Columbia has done. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you doing? Doing well, sir. Yeah, that was a... That was fun, uh, almost having to use an ice pick to get in my car this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, ice down here in Murray County. I didn't, I didn't have the snow on my car. I had ice, ice, baby. Mm. Um, no, but I wanted to call in and talk about something that might have flown under the radar for everyone this weekend. That sounds like you, Nate. Did, any, did anyone pay attention to the Waste Management Phoenix Open? No, 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 I'm sorry. I was missing it. Has there ever been a golf tournament where they had to suspend alcohol sales? That was the live, right? No, 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 that was the PGA tour this past weekend. Okay. Then maybe live was in Vegas. And that would make sense. I was talking to somebody over the weekend about the the whole golf thing. So no, I, so we did not see this. So So what happened? Why? Well, so, and again, this is, this, First source is TikTok, so oh, oh, you know, oh, yeah, you know right. how reliable. This so well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you tell me, what's the name of the tournament again? So I'm going to look this up. This while is the waste you tell management. Me. This now, is the waste management. Okay, yeah, waste Thank management you. in Phoenix. So um, apparently, the uh, people that take the tickets at the gate just said screw it and started letting everybody in and not checking tickets or anything, and then. People at the VIP areas started just letting everybody in and getting like free drinks and everything. And I mean, it sounded well, like they were revolting, or what? What? Like, why? Why did the workers just decide? Hey, you know what? We're just going to exclude the rules, and you, everybody, it's free reign. Do whatever you want. Like, what? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Huh. I didn't really pay too close attention to the video because I get shown many TikTok videos from my lovely wife throughout the weekends <laughs> and everything. And so, and, and so I wasn't paying too close attention, but I mean, it, and I mean, I went on Twitter and I did get kind of duped by something. So I didn't get a reliable source on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I did go to multiple websites on like golf.com. And they yeah. said that they had to – and I didn't read too deep into it, but I just thought it was very fascinating that they had to suspend alcohol sales because it sounded like everybody was just getting belligerently drunk and yeah. uh, not, not uh, you know, not, not, being, not being very kind, I guess. Okay, so I've got I, it here I, from, from Yahoo.com, but apparently uh, fans were becoming uh, rowdy and too large. Apparently one fan decided it was a good idea, Darren, uh, and they to get into the uh, – Get into the sand and do sand angels at one okay. point. I did oh. see that. I um, did see that. Wow. So. Well, look, 
if you're going to do that stuff and have streakers and whatever else went on, this was the weekend to do it in the sports world <laughs> because pretty much nobody has any clue of anything else that was going on other than the Super Bowl and maybe some college basketball. Fans were so rowdy, they closed the event, so even fans who had paid to get into the event could not get in um, for an event they paid for because they were not allowing any more fans in because they could not handle the unruliness uh, at a golf tournament. Right. I mean, you got to think about, I mean, yeah, it is a golf tournament, but they did create the, I think it's what they call the Coliseum, the 16th hole, par three. I mean, they basically turned that into a frat party. Yeah, they on have. Their own. Right, they've done. They've already kind of broken some barriers that you know the golf stigma of quiet, please. You know, everybody, you know, prim and proper. They they've done a wow, but I had not heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, so thought y'all might like to uh, hear that. Wait till next year. Oh boy, <laughs> hello. <laughs> How do you top that? They'll find a way. I mean. I mean, I mean, I know the P, I know the golf tournament doesn't want to, but I'm sure the fans want to at least make a big attempt to. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Crazy. All right, Nate. Thank you, man. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too. Apparently, part of what fueled this as well is there was rain on Thursday and Friday, so a lot of the fans who would have gone on those days did not and decided to save their passes for Saturday, which led to larger than usual crowds. And um, yeah. Okay. Then the melee began. I totally missed that one. I don't think it's been made a big to-do, has it? I haven't seen any. Well, the Super Bowl takes kinda, up a lot of oxygen. It kind of takes, yeah, puts things on the it back burner. It takes up a lot of oxygen. So there could have been all kinds of things take place, and we would have known a thing. Um, but, you know, we can't cover more than, you know, one or two things at a time. Let's go to Eric, who probably wants to weigh in on Post Malone's Cowboys outfit. Eric, what's oh, up? Okay. No, no, I didn't, but what Nate was talking about, I did see something about that. Not only that guy, guys, there was some guy that walked around. I think he may have alcohol in his hand, but he was also wearing a dress. I don't know if it was like a wedding dress or whatever, so I did see something about that. That it, They said it was kind of like a frat party atmosphere out there at times, so, yeah, I did hear a little bit of something about that. Mm. But before I wanted to get into what I want to talk about, guys. I got to say, I'm happy Dr. Detroit's bit better. I hope he has a fantastic birthday and enjoys himself today. He went off a little bit of rat, and he included me a little bit in that. So, and I'm hoping he's doing a lot better. I'm not want to, don't want to get into a beef with him or anything like that. I still love him, and hopefully he does well. And I was rooting for his Lions to get to the Super Bowl because I remember, guys, I called in and said rooting for him and Michigan because I wanted him to make it. But as far as going back to the uh, Detroit Dallas thing, I ended that. Guys, you remember when I called in? I said that I thought if Mike McCarthy lost the game, he should have gotten fired because I thought, and I said he got bailed out by a horrendous call. So I just want that uh, duly noted. And my only issue with Campbell's, I thought he should have kicked the extra point. My only issue with him is sometimes I think he goes for it on fourth down too much. I like the guy. I'd rather have him as head coach than McCarthy, but I just don't want him to wind up what happened to Brandon Staley, who also went off for four. Fourth down as well, so that's my only issue with that. So, but he's a heck of a coach, and I think it's going to be a great team yeah. next year. Supposedly, he's going to call in the show tomorrow and complain about them tearing down the Silverdome. That's yeah. that's on yeah. tomorrow's talk. <laughs> <Don, yeah. laughs> no, but, but but I love I love Doctor Detroit guys. But uh, listen, a couple of other quick things. I we do too, you but I'm just having we fun. do as well. Yeah, yeah. Just having fun. yeah I, know, I know I know you're just messing with it. But a couple of things, guys. Then I'll get off. Uh, one, you may have already talked about this, but it looks like apparently T Higgins is going to 
stay with the Bengals because I think they supposed to put the free agency tag on him, whatever, because it's talked about him possibly going to the Titans or the Chiefs, but it looks like he's coming back to the Bengals. And if Burrow is healthy, guys, I think they're going to be the main challenger uh, for Kansas City. And, guys, as far as Kansas City Chiefs, I would not be shocked if they win the third Super Bowl, especially if you got Patrick Mahomes. But with all the moves they're going to have to make, of course, if they do franchise tag Chris Jones, they've got to pay him $32 million. Uh, Jadarius Sneed, other players on offense and defense, what they're going to do with their receiving core. Uh, guys, there's been talk they may either draft a receiver or possibly sign one on free agency. It's going to be interesting. I'm not saying they can't do it, but both two years ago when they lost Tyreek Hill and last year, and this past year with the way they struggled, weren't expected to do it. Now I think there's going to be more pressure, even if they have struggled. A lot of people say, no, they'll still never count them out, and I won't either. But I just think with all that, if they can stay healthy and uh, depend on their free agent moves and all this type of stuff, whether there's any time or whatever, we sign a lot of their players. I'll definitely consider them up there, but it's just going to be interesting if all the quarterbacks uh, are healthy that have been injured last year and just depend on the draft, but we'll see. Guys, yeah. it's always good to talk to you. Take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Yeah, my sources tell me that the Chiefs are going to move on from Kadarius Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Well, thank you for that. I've got uh, rock-solid got solid, sources on that. Solid, solid sources They're going to move on from Kadarius Tony. Is the, are those the same sources that are going to tell you that Andy Reid is going to retire at some point? No, they are not. No. 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 At some point, I didn't say. Oh, at some point. At no. some point, Andy uh, Reid is going to retire one yeah. day. Yes. Okay. Same sources. Um, NBC Sports is reporting that the Bengals are expected, expected to use the franchise tag on T. Higgins. Uh, this came out about five hours ago. Uh, it would pay him twenty point seven million dollars for one year of football. Look, it's the right move. Yeah. For all the people who are like, oh, what if they, uh, what if they did that in a sign and trade? Who who would do that? Why? Why why would why would you why why would you trade for that? They, for what? So well, you so you're gonna have to pay him a massive contract because you're not gonna trade and not sign him to the long term deal. So you're gonna sign him to a long term deal and give up assets to get. Like, come on. This is where people mix sports though. Because, you know, signing trade deals are something that you typically hear in other sports sometimes where people are trying to move money around and deals around. It works, you know, in baseball. I think a lot of people really mix up, you know, the trade talk with baseball. There's very few trades in the NFL. Very well, few. If you're Cincinnati, why wouldn't you do that? You you hope that Joe Burrow is healthy. And, you, you in other words, you bring back the band next year to try to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. Because... I don't know how long they could keep T-, T Higgins and Chase, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's a lot of money. And Burrow under. I mean, all they've under already the given cap? Burrow the big contract, right? Yeah. So why would a lot you? of money? What's twenty million for a top receiver? It's yeah. not much these days. No. So why wouldn't you just bring him back for you? I know he'll be unhappy, but tough. Yeah, it's part of it. Part of CBA. Yeah. Okay. What's he going to do? Sit out. That's the other option. I mean, he could. That's the other option. Good luck with that. Good it hasn't, luck with that it hasn't worked out for the other players. Yeah, how about, go ask Le'Veon Bell. Hasn't worked out. He regrets it. Let's go to Frank in Smyrna. Frank. On 107.9. Frank, what's up? Gentlemen, always good to be back home in those beautiful Smyrna, Tennessee, the suburb of Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I'm up, up here visiting this week and. uh you know, I, I think the man upstairs chose to have a little fun with me last night. Uh, daughter of a burst into the house by 10 o'clock. 
Daddy, it's snowing. Yeah. I said, Anna, come on now. I said, no, no, no. just, just no, Anna. If it were really snowing, you'd have never made it up the hill in this neighborhood. You, you, you don't even get me started on that, but that's neither here nor there. Well, she goes, you don't believe me? I said, Anna, whatever. And then I thought, then I turned on Channel 2 News and I thought, maybe it is. And I look out the window. I just laughed. I said, uh-huh. Just, just, just the best with me while I'm in town. It had to snow. Okay. Are you, are you day. just a visitor now when you call? So are you now a Floridian? Are you just a visitor? Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a Floridian resident until with the, until the end of March. Then I'll become a Tennessee resident again. Oh, okay. Uh, that's called Braves. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Right, right. Which, which uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's 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 rough, but somebody has to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Population. I, I, I even uh, I even got to meet Gus the alligator last week while playing golf down there. Uh, How's he doing? You know, oh, he's doing great. He's good, he's good. in beautiful good weather, sunshine. Tell the guys at Nashville hello. But uh, fat and healthy. No, uh, yep. oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if you touched on it or not. But you know, there's, now that the Super Bowl's over, and, and don't get me wrong, I was big an NFL fan as there's anybody. You know, I'm glued to it every Sunday, like everyone else. And uh, and I watched the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, anyway, I was really hoping the Niners would win, but uh, that's well, a beautiful thing's about to happen in Florida this weekend in Arizona. You know what it is. Pitchers and catchers. Spring training. You're a winner, Justin. Pitchers and catchers report this week in in, in Florida and Arizona, and uh, I yeah I, I'm excited. You know we'll we'll see what my beloved Atlanta Braves do. You know they signed Chris Sale, and we we know what's happened the last couple of years. You know we we don't know what happened that uh, you know hundred wins teams and adios in the first round of the Phillies. But, I mean. So, but you know, I, I'm just interested to see what what the Braves going to do. Can Sales stay healthy? Max Freeze in a contract year. Yeah, what's what's going to happen there? Uh, bullpen's been revamped a little bit. We still got AJ Bitter and Rosell Iglesias. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to look different. You know, the uh, I can't pronounce his name. The new left fielder he came from Seattle, uh, Kel Kelenic, but. Anyway, it's it's just it's just gonna be interesting. It's a, it's a fun time of year for us hardcore baseball fans. You know, it's hope springs eternal. They say, but uh, and I know one thing: spring traded tickets are expensive in Florida. Oh, really? My goodness. It's, yeah, a seat at a Braves game, uh, anywhere from thirty-five to fifty a ticket. Well, they got seat. That, that you could buy general admission and just stand or walk around or sit on the outfield berm. Grassy bird for like twenty. Oh, but yeah. you know the Baltimore Orioles, same thing in Sarasota. Their tickets are not cheap. It's uh, uh, Boston Red Sox. It goes without saying. Uh, I think the Twins and the Rays seem a little less expensive, but and don't even ask what well, they, they figure. You snowbirds are. have got have got it to spend is what they figure. So I guess they figure, or I guess they figure these are. Big market teams, they could charge that. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, I, uh, did, I did hear that they like to stick it to people who own two homes in two different states. Yes, I can't. My, my sources are telling me that that uh, that that is uh, that is true. I I'm still working to confirm that. No, okay. You know, that's but, just what I heard. Uh, 
to the grapevine. Yeah, no, but, uh, don't, don't put anyway, a lot. Of, don't hold your breath on Chris Sale being healthy all year, just because I don't want your I'm face not. to turn blue. You know, I, 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 I'm not. Okay. It's, I know what's been. We've gone all here the last couple of seasons, and you know, it's I, I, I'm going I'm to tone down the excitement until I see him on the mound in October when it really matters, and uh, actually getting something done, then I'll be excited. All right. <laughs> you know? Well, Frank, thanks for but visiting. Anyway, good, Thank you, Frank. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Preds! I'll, I'll be at the game tomorrow night at Thursday. I went on. I went on Saturday. Hey, uh, hey Frank, don't go tomorrow up. night. Okay, you will not see a good game tomorrow night. Don't. Go. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm yeah. so I'm so happy to get my Preds hockey fix. I, I'm thinking ahead. I, I will be there Thursday. Okay, Thursday. Uh, Dallas you know, and, uh Right, right. Our our nemesis. Uh, we 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 owe those guys. Well, well, hey, welcome to Nashville, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, glad, glad to be here, guys. And uh, don't don't hold the fort down. I'll I'll be back full time soon. Okay, thank right. you, Frank. There you go, Frank. Visitor, Frank the part timer, visitor in Smyrna, Frank the Floridian. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. I actually watched a baseball movie. I'll tell you what I watched okay. last night. All right. On the other side, here on WNSR. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> 
Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. But if you kick the field goal there, man, this is to get you up three scores and you saw the momentum change. You know, the Niners are too good of a team to, to sleepwalk for four quarters. And it just snowballed. Touchdown. Fumble. Touchdown. <laughs> Man, my heart bleeds for Detroit, man. I know it's been a couple of days, but they're not going to get over this until next year. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Give us a call. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. So last night, Frank, yeah. Frank brought up baseball. Mm-hmm. I watched The Hill on Netflix. Okay. I don't know what we that is. We watched The Hill. Okay. It's based on a true story. All right. And the young man's name was Ricky Hill. Ricky Hill. Mm-hmm. All right. And he was born with, um, he was in leg braces, couldn't run, could not, could barely walk. Okay. And... um is again based on a true story. His love for baseball. His father was a preacher. He wanted him to be a preacher, and didn't want him to ever play baseball. And the kid was determined to play baseball, and he just kept playing, playing, playing. Eventually, he got out of his leg braces, and mm-hmm. he was able to obviously start walking and running and this and that. But he had to, he had a lot of medical issues. Sure, but sure. Um, again, this was I I'd never heard of this story before. But okay, it was, it was pretty cool, and he gets a. He gets a major league tryout. He wow. goes eleven for eleven, mm. and um, yeah, they just they didn't after he just had foot surgery. Yeah, and um, he made it. Wow! And so he spent I think four seasons with the Montreal Expos. Okay, to date it. Okay, back in uh, that era, seventies. Okay. All right, spent four seasons in their system. Eventually, uh, I think because of medical issues, yeah, just again, Yeah, he could not sustain that ability. But I don't what know, a ride! Yeah, it's a it's a cool story. I mean, very it's, cool. it's just a cool, very good cool. story. Very cool. You know, uh, so yeah, it was called the Hill. Very cool. And his name was Ricky Hill. So you can check that out. And he was sports fans. He was known for his bat. I mean, he he had a, a monster bat. Okay, really cool. So hit the ball. Okay. Yes, he would just hit home runs all the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. That that sounds incredibly inspiring and very cool for those of you looking for something uh, inspiring out there. I'll try to check it out uh, if I can get the Netflix going here. I'll try to check that out out there. In fact, um, yeah, kind of overlooked our text line. We've had a lot of texts. Yes, we I've, have. I'm sorry. Been, Thank you for bringing that back up. In fact, Kevin down in Florida. Speaking of Florida, I wonder yeah. if he was close to. I Frank. saw Kevin's message. Um, Kevin in Florida said, "Hey, uh, let me see. I got to sift through all these texts." Um, okay, Justin, the NFL season is over. No college football. No Major League Baseball yet, just hockey, NBA, college basketball. So, mm-hmm. when are you going to start watching some movies and get caught up? Now, you say we're going to do that when we get to the desert, which normally the, yeah, desert, we're not in the desert is desert after yet. March Madness, typically, right? Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, right yeah. after March Madness, typically, is when we. Because after March Madness, we've got. 
the NHL and the... And April is still okay. April. Well, we got college baseball and all that going on there yeah. uh, for a little while. Um, so after the NBA playoffs, I guess, in May and in the NHL playoffs, which ends in uh, late May, right? Uh, whenever the Predators are finally done. Well, what, what happened? yeah, just you talking about the Stanley Cup yeah. final? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it goes it goes deep yeah. into June. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so, you're, you could also, your season could be over in April. Yes. So it's a, it's a long postseason. It is a long postseason there. So, yeah, we'll find it, uh, Kevin. We'll we'll get to it here. Um, you know, because, yeah, well, listen, there's, there's plenty for me to see, apparently. Um, uh, because apparently it's gotten so bad that I've missed a lot of the uh, – there was a movie star um, who, who's, you know, was in a commercial this weekend, a Super Bowl commercial, uh, Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Um, and – uh, apparently, everybody who was uh, encountering him in this commercial was imitating him, and I missed a lot of the joke because I hadn't really seen the movies that yeah that he was doing. It was over your head, so you know, just missed it. But I understood who he was. I just mm-hmm. didn't understood the the references in the movies, so I de- I never saw him. So. I like this, and I hope I uh, hope we this 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 happens because. Okay. The listeners, I think, want to get involved. I think they want to be a part of the process. Sounds like they're invested here. Yeah, they want to be able to give you suggestions. And In fact, Kevin, by the way, you brought up people putting pictures. He he put a meme on our text line. Okay. You'll have to check that out. I'll have to check it. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, then. Good to know. Yeah. I see that. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. Uh, Kevin down there in Florida. Um, Because I think that, and I think this would be a fun exercise for you to, you know, let's play the hits. We don't need to go off roading, no, because you've barely seen anything. So let's play the hits. Yeah, there's there's enough for me to see, you know, without going deep, deep um, in the woods. Yeah, deep off the off the scale here. We'll find out exactly what I haven't seen because I've seen really obscure things. So we'll we'll go through the list. Okay, all right. We'll come back and put a bow on Tuesday edition of the McFarland Show next year on WNSR. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
Time now for another moment in black history. And our spotlight today is on a Tennessee legend, Condridge Holloway. Condridge Holloway, a former quarterback for the University of Tennessee, later played in the Canadian Football League. Holloway was one of the first African-American quarterbacks to receive national exposure. His nickname in Tennessee was Artful Dodger. He won awards such as Most Outstanding Player in the Jeff Russell Memorial Trophy Award. He's now in the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Condridge Holloway Jr. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. A little college hoops tonight. All right. Over Memorial Gym, Vanderbilt hosting Texas A&M. Texas mm. A&M. Same Texas A&M. That ripped Tennessee to shreds on Saturday, yeah. Damon. Not looking good for Commodores then. Uh, Aggies. 15 and 8, 16 and 4 in conference play, yeah. and Vanderbilt looking for their second win. Yeah. In the conference. Believe it or not, the line is not crazy. Okay. It's eight and a half. Uh oh. Somebody knows something. So. Never know. It's not a crazy number. No, it's not. But I, you know, listen, we all have given our opinions about Vanderbilt basketball here this year. Yeah. Um, so. Still don't expect them to to do a whole lot, but you know maybe they'll catch somebody slipping. It's it's possible. S- somebody yeah. sleepwalking. Never know. Well, I don't know what. Yes, but I just I, that's not going to do anything at this point. Like oh, last them? year the run, no, no, no. They're, know, they're 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 upset. Got them in a conversation. Yeah, they're they're just upset people now. Yeah, that's all right. they are. Yeah. Uh, LSU is at Florida. Florida's been looking really good here lately. So that's a that's at seven o'clock on SEC Network. Texas A&M and Vandy's on ESPNU, by the way, at 6, mm, right. that tip. And then tonight in the nat- nightcap on ESPN, Ole Miss is at Kentucky. If Kentucky loses that one, okay. that would be four games in a row at Rupp Arena. Oh. It's never happened in the history of Jeez. Kentucky basketball. Jeez. They'll be ready no to pressure. run John Calipari completely out of town if that no happens No pressure tonight. at all tonight Yeah, in Lexington. It's already bad. Jeez. Already. 
All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Bill Keen will get things started at 6 a.m. tomorrow, followed by Greg and John from 9 to 11. We'll be right back at it at 2 o'clock. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you then.